Financial investments are very important, but so are the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of St. Louis University Billiken Basketball. Contact your local Edward Jones financial advisor for your investment needs by visiting edwardjones.com. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Welcome to From the Stairs, your one-stop shop podcast for insider access and in-depth interviews with your favorite Billiken coaches and players. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at Billiken Podcast for the latest news on future episodes. Now, here is your host, Billiken Athletic Director, Chris May. Welcome back, Billiken fans, to our podcast from the stands where we talk uh, Billiken athletics. Today, we are doing a special edition, which uh, which we've been doing throughout this year, focusing on Title IX and the 50 years of Title IX. We are super blessed to have uh, one of our university leaders and just a great spokesperson for SLU and our program, and that's Bo Meehan. Um, Bo is a uh, graduate of St. Louis University. She graduated with a bachelor's in nursing, uh, and then she came back and graduated uh, magna cum laude also, as she did in nursing in the, in the law school. She was honored uh, as a distinguished alumni and a Billiken Hall of Fame member uh, just this past February. Uh, she played basketball for SLU back in the day before it was a division one sport. So that's especially um, interesting as we talk to Title IX today. There's her accolades go on and on. She uh, has been an unbelievable advocate for our women student athletes and uh, participates with us as we raise money in the Get Her in the Game program and many, many, many other initiatives. So um, with that, first of all, welcome Bo. How are, how are you doing today? Well, thank you. I'm doing great, and I'm really happy to be able to talk to you today. Well, tell us, uh, Title IX, you're obviously an attorney, so you well know what Title IX is and what it's meant from a federal perspective, but what? Uh, how do you see Title IX and what it's done for our country and what it's done for women in uh, higher ed and especially women in sport? You know, it's... I was thinking a little bit about Title IX the other day, and it popped in my head that the GI Bill post-World War II gave all the farmers and the, you know, factory workers the ability to go to college. And it raised the educational level for our country because uh, the veterans could go to college, something that would have never been on their radar. And I think Title IX did that for women and accelerated accelerated the increased educational opportunities faster than that would have happened without Title IX. It would have happened, but it went, it moved much faster, which of course helps helps the whole country when half half of the population is as educated as the other half. Yeah, I think uh, I've not heard it framed that way, but I think that makes total sense. It really does. And uh how it's been able to accelerate women in sport and how it's been able to accelerate women in higher ed and getting these amazing educations packaged up with, with the athletic experience and which is what we get to do every day. When, uh, when you look back at your experience as a, as a basketball, a woman at SLU wanting to play basketball, share a little bit of that experience and then fast forward that to what you see these young women doing today. 
Well, today it's a job. I think being a Division I student athlete is a job. There's so many responsibilities, and my hat goes off to those, to those student athletes. And by the way, my hat goes off to St. Louis University for their ability, the, the counseling and the guidance that you give these kids who are under so much pressure is outstanding. It's just outstanding. In my day, in my day, we had way less pressure. We loved basketball, and I will say that sports were really important to me. They were important to my self-esteem. I was always tall and uh, helped me deal with my height. Um, I, I laugh about it because if you, I was from St. Louis. And so we knew, we knew we had played each other. All the basketball players had played each other in the high schools. And, and, uh, it was was fun when some of us got, came together at St. Louis U and got to be teammates. Um, I teased, you've heard me tease about this before, but when I first started playing basketball in grade school, they still had women women basketball rules, which were six players, two stationary offensive, two stationary defensive, and two rovers. And um, you could only dribble three times and then you had to pass it because they just didn't want to exhaust those frail little women, you know? And I laugh about it now because I was, I, I, you know, had the body and the hips to be a good rebounder. And I don't think anybody would have described me as frail. But, but it, you know, even though um, we didn't have the scholarship money, I still believe that playing on a team sport really prepared me for the evolution of women in the working world. Um, when I was first started at my law firm, I was, you know, often the only woman in the room. Um, and there was a, you know, there was a lot, how do we relate to her? Can we tell jokes? And, but one thing I could always talk to them about was sports because I love sports and I could relate to it. And it really helped ease those easy years. And, and uh, I was grateful for that. Of course, it also taught me the very important lessons that everybody learns being a member of a team, such as perseverance and, you know, be competitive, but don't get kicked out. And, you know, calls don't always go your way and et cetera, et cetera. When you, uh, when you look at, um, when you look at your experience, what was the one piece of your experience in competing that clearly, other than being a sports fan, it clearly helped you. You, you've obviously, you've had a unbelievably great successful career and you've, you've done a lot of wonderful things professionally. Is there anything specific? Is there one specific thing in your athletic experience that clearly was it competitiveness was it the discipline? Was it the, you know, was there anything that out of that that you could see that clearly has helped you as you've, uh, you know, maneuvered through a wonderful career in law? You know, I think it was the um, appropriate competitiveness. Yeah. You know, um, you, I couldn't, no matter how competitive you are, you had to play within the rules and you couldn't, you know, lose your cool no matter how bad a call was or, you know, how unfair you couldn't, you couldn't lose your temper. You couldn't lose your cool. You had to. And I think that helped me a lot, really a lot. Some of us still have to work on that. (laughs) So do I. (laughs) (laughs) Um, When you see, um, 
when you 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 see our women basketball teams play, you see our women's soccer teams play. Um, what 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 does that mean to you today when you see the level of the services that they um, ex- I don't want to say expect, but they enjoy every day. And so these young women, what I'm most proud of is our young women have ever been as good of opportunities as our young men is to come and have a great experience. And I, my mom smiling in heaven is a mother of four boys that we all competed, but I get to do that to help our young women as people have helped my children and my daughters. But when you see our women's soccer team out there, they're 10th in the country. You see large crowds coming to there and coming to Chaffetz Arena. What does that mean to you as a woman that came through here at a certain time? But now, as the vice chairman of the board, as one of the elite leaders of our institution, what does that mean from your perspective? And what do you think that means institutionally? Well, institutionally, I can't tell you how I think it improves. Uh, you know, fifty over 50 percent of graduates from law schools nationally, and I think medical schools, too, are women. Oh, wow. And part of that's because uh, men still have the opportunity to get better jobs in construction and other jobs that, you know, women might not want to go into. But if half the country is, you know, an institution that doesn't prepare for giving the same opportunities to women are are going to be out in the cold. They're not going to succeed as an institution. So I think it's wonderful for St. Louis University for their future, even if it wasn't part of their mission, which of course it is. Their, Their mission is to be fair I'm so happy that those women student athletes at SLU have the equality and the facilities, et cetera, that the men have. I think it's wonderful. It's fair. Um, all student athletes today uh, have so much pressure on them that I do worry about them a little bit. I do. And I know that you're, the athletic department works very hard to make sure that they've got the right uh, ed- mentoring and advice, et cetera. It just, it's just so much pressure today. It, it is a lot of pressure, but what, I, what I'm personally proud of is that I know that those young people uh, have, a, have the ability to have a great experience here. Yeah. And I, get, I, I was just down in the weight room here a half hour ago, and there were young women in there training just like the young men were. And, and to see how they are so committed to their sport and working so hard and and I'm blessed to know what that's going to do for them in life. We know that what they're learning in there today is just helping them life-wise. And, and that's probably one of our greatest benefits. If you were speaking to our young women of today, what would be the, what would be the Title IX message that you would send to them as you encourage them moving forward? I would tell them that uh, they have the opportunities uh, partially because of Title IX changes in the law, but also because of their ability, of what they've worked hard doing, and that they should utilize this, you know, by working hard and, and you know, realizing the balance, the important balance that we all have to have. You know, I think about some of these, you have to be highly competitive to be a, a student athlete today. You have to be. Yep. And I'm sure... Most of these people, when they're playing in, in, in high school, they may think of themselves as career athletes or Olympic athletes or something. You have to have that drive to get as far as they have. Right. What I love about 
about uh, St. Louis University is it prepares you both ways. It prepares you if that is your career path, but it prepares you if it isn't. And, and you're still going to get an excellent education and a well-rounded ability to go out into the world. So looking in your crystal ball, you've seen, I don't want to age you, but you've seen most of the 50 years of Title IX, right? Yep. So looking in your crystal ball to the next 50 years, how do you see this playing it out as you look forward to your, for your grandchildren and their children? How, how do you see this evolving uh, based on your past experience? Well, this is really going to sound like an uh, like an older person comment, but I hope I hope the wonder and the opportunities of athletic college athletics doesn't go too far and doesn't become such a end result that worrying about the whole person and about the education gets thrown out the window. I told you it was an old person comment. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think that at all. I think um, because I think that's exactly what we believe in here at SLU. And we know that the process of learning the discipline and the values to be successful in life are the same values it takes right. to be a great student athlete. And so as we've as you've heard us, we've, we've built our values departmentally and we've stolen them. We haven't stolen. We've borrowed them from all these successful organizations and people. And yeah. so we know that when they focus on trust, when they're committed to excellence, when they care, and then when they have a foundation of gratitude, we know that's what it takes to be successful. That's why you've had the blessings and you've been so successful and many people have. And if we can keep doing that right, then yeah. the rest of it will take care of itself, I believe. I do, too. I do, too. Well said. And and that's the blessing that we have here at SLU. And and uh, I, I thank you. Uh, is there anything else you want to share with our Billiken fans as we wrap it up? Because at the end of the day, as I look at it, uh, what you have been able to do from a, a, a nursing student, uh, basketball player back in the day as an undergrad, um, coming back and getting your law degree, becoming a major force in our community, from philanthropy to all these other ways, you've been able to support SLU and our student athletes and from helping make the Champion Center happen to all these things that you've, you've seen, we can't thank you enough. But is there, is there anything that uh, you'd like to share with our Billiken fans as we wrap up this conversation about Title IX and message from, from your perspective on what Title IX and what SLU really has meant and how you feel the future looks? Well, I would encourage them to, um, to support our women athletes. Um, by physical attendance at the games, by the Get Her in the Game scholarship event, specifically to try to give more scholarship monies to our women athletes. It, it's a good story. It's a very good story. And they're fun. Uh, I have two granddaughters who uh, think that they're, you know, the stars because they get paid attention to by the cheerleaders and the players and you know they've gone to camps and it's it's a wonderful wonderful story it's sort of like taking your kids to spring training 30 years ago when you could get close to the base as it wasn't so popular going to the women's games at st lachu is similar well we appreciate that and, and and it takes a whole community of leaders and people like yourself that feel good about it, they come back. And, and that's what's going on right now. Our women are fifth in the country in attendance. They're 10th 
ranked 10th in soccer. Uh, I, I believe our uh, women's basketball is going to have a great year. Our, our, our volleyball team is at the top of the A-10, and you can go on down the line. But what our women can do today at SLU is a testament to you and many others who really set the foundation. And so we thank you, Bo. We thank you for your time. Thank you for your time and treasures that you share with us. And we look forward to seeing you again with the grandkids here uh, <laughs> on campus very soon. So thank you, Bo. We appreciate it. All right. It. Thank you. Thanks for listening to From the Stands with Billiken Athletic Director Chris May. Subscribe to our podcast in the iTunes Store and have the latest episodes sent straight to your phone. Go Billikens! Financial investments are very important, but so are the investments of time patience and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches teachers and mentors that's why edward jones is a proud sponsor of st louis university billiken basketball contact your local edward jones financial advisor for your investment needs by visiting edwardjones.com edward jones making sense of investing member sipc